doctor. This is Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Welcome back, Zen Parenting Radio. Um, we have three things we're talking about this week. Um, that's my tournament of bad, so I don't want to talk about that. What children are missing, which is your idea. Yes. Well, you want to know why I want to talk about that? Tell me. Or am I butting in? You're kind to, of butting okay, in. Okay, you finish and then Number I'll two, take. communication about tragedy. Obviously, Boston happened last week. Uh, we actually recorded the show last Monday morning, and this all happened Monday afternoon, so we haven't had a chance to comment on it. And I don't think we'll take a lot of time mm-hmm. because it's been, you know, an exhausted well, topic. What I was going to say was the reason I want to talk about what children are missing is because of what happened in Boston. So it's connected. Yeah. All right. And then lastly, um, relationships, very specific relationships. Like what? Um, I took my sister out to dinner last week. Yeah. And I just realized that I don't do that stuff anymore and it's because i'm so busy with my three kids Ah. and how um i don't want to say i feel guilty about it but it's just weird that when i see my sister all the time but it's always accompanied by you and my three daughters right and and the dynamic between she and i has gone missing for the most part for the last 10 years right and i'm sure people can't you know same thing is with my mom and my dad like when i see my parents you're with your kids i'm always with my kids or me or you. It's just a weird thing. Or if you're, you know, seeing friends. A lot of times there are certain people we get together with with our kids. Mm-hmm. But we don't necessarily go out, the four of us or the two of us. Even though I'm saying that, but there are certain people that you and I make sure that we spend time with without our children. Right. We really do. Well, it's weird because when you first start having kids, you invite your old friends, your your drinking friends. Mm-hmm. To the birthday parties. Do they have to be drinking friends? Yeah. Well, everybody knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> your college your friends? Your 20s friends. Your 20s friends? Okay. But, so, you think everything is going to stay the same, but that doesn't happen anymore. Of course not. I love it when people tell me that's going to stay the same. It worked for one year. Like, right. JC was one, and I had my whole band back together. Right. And I think that's the last time we were all together. Right. Yeah. It, in, in that, in, in a birthday setting. You and I have had laughs about when, uh, you know, and we did it too, but when, when, a, when a couple gets pregnant mm-hmm. and they'll say, you know what, we're just going to keep our life the same and we're going to take the baby with us everywhere we go and we are not going to change our life. And I think we said something similar, but I've just heard so many people say that. And it's not about making fun of them and saying, ha ha, see how awful this is. It's about... That the reality is, is you're bringing new people into your world and there's no way that you can keep it exactly the same because it's not all about you anymore. And so it would not be good if it shifted so far out of balance that everything was about the kids and you didn't have your own time. But the truth is, it's not supposed to be like it was before. It's not supposed to be. Everything changes. Everything is supposed to change. You know the one thing we can count on in life, Todd? Change. Yep. The only thing that stays the same is change. The only thing that will never change is change. Ah, change by not changing at all. I don't know where you're going. Oh, Pearl Jam. Yes. Yes. You didn't know I was singing just now? Well, you went so low with that first note. That's because Eddie's voice is low. You know, you sound like Eddie. I do. And he's from the Chicagoland area. Yes. He's a Cubs fan. And the name of that song is? Uh, Elderly Woman Sitting on a Street Corner. No. (laughs) No. Elderly Woman Behind the Counter of a Something. In a Small Town. In a Small Town. That was pretty close. Yes. Yes, it was. But not quite precise elderly say it again elderly, elderly woman, woman behind, behind the, counter the counter in a small town a small i have town. no idea why that's the title of the track and it's one pearl of my, jam does that a lot it's one of my favorite pearl jam songs of all time i really struggle with my favorite pearl jam songs but i don't want to bore the audience with my opinion i know mine what is it alive man that's good I it know. is good I, you know I, what my other favorite song is what 
Oh God, what was that? Book? I bounce between Alive and Black and Elderly Woman and Even Flow. And Even Flow is a good song, but that's not. And then Just Breathe, which is a newer right. one. And then finally, Yellow Ledbetter. That, and there's another one. What's the... Gosh, it was in between Just Breathe and... The, it's Gosh, I can't remember it. I can sing it, but I don't feel like doing it right okay. now. You're going you're gonna to play some music for us later. Yes, we've got another kind of tournament going on between Todd and I, and you guys are going to help us out. Yes. It came up when we were in Santa Fe. And it's bad 80s songs. Bad 80s songs. And what's the worst... 80 song and I think I'm going to win big time this week. Maybe right. next week it might be different. But anyway, that we'll get to that at the end. So let's talk about what kids are missing. No, let's first talk about your retreat. Oh, okay. So you guys, if you're listening to this, the retreat starts next week, which is I think April 29th. That's Monday. Sounds right. And I'm doing this two-week retreat. It's a virtual retreat. It doesn't matter where you live. All you have to do is go on my website, kathycadams.com. You register. Um, and basically all that's going to happen is you're going to get an email every day from me for those two weeks. And there's going to be a lot of things you can do and try there. You're, how do I say this? You can still go on with your regular day. There's nowhere to be. There's nothing to schedule. It's not going to shift your life. Well, it could shift your life. It might shift small shifts. But what I mean is that you don't have to be anywhere. Everything is online and you get to make choices, but it can maybe shift the way you see things. It's called the beauty of now and it's focusing on what's working. And here's what's kind of fun. There's a lot. There's we've gotten a lot of people who signed up, and so it's really awesome. And a lot of people have signed up their parents. And there's a lot of parents who are going to do this with their kids. Meaning the parent is going to get the email, but they're going to incorporate their kids into it so their kids can learn how to see the beauty in the day. And it's going to be a great conversation piece at dinner time. And hopefully the kids get something out of it too. So this is not this is not just for parents. This is for anybody. And if you don't want to do it with your kids, do it with your mom because your mom's doing it. My mom's doing it, and some of my friends' moms are doing it. And some people that signed up that I don't even know them, and they're doing they so gifted it to their moms. Do you have moms. any specials that go on with this retreat? Well, I did last week. Should I do the same special? Absolutely. Oh, okay, I'll do it. So if I made this a special for last week, but we'll do it for this week too. If you sign up. You can gift this retreat to someone you love, especially if it's someone... So you get it for yourself, and then you get it for And then you get else. it for someone else for free. But you have to email me and say, I want to gift this to someone. I'm probably not going to chase after you. And, and how say, would one sign up for this? Again, kathycadams.com. It's on my homepage. You can just click on it, the Beauty of Now Retreat. It takes you to a page. And if and it's also on our Facebook page. I've posted it a number of times. So sign up. It's going to be really fun. And Todd, you're going to do it too. There's only two guys doing it, you and another guy. Come on, guys. Where Come are on, you? Guys. Come on, guys. Time, time to get out of, out of the woodwork. And not to mention that it's Mother's Day. So this is a great Mother's Day gift to yourself because it ends the like a couple days before Mother's Day. So you're like in your what? You're in, in your, your glory. He, I am woman, hear me roar Exactly. Mode. It's going to make you feel really good for that day. Um, Tree of Life Chiropractic Care, they're our first partner. Their phone number is 630-941-8733. They do chiropractic care all over the Chicagoland area. They're based out of Elmhurst, but they have clients from everywhere. Their website is chirotree.com. Their number, once again, is 630-941-8733. Number one. What children are missing? Okay. What are children missing? Well, it's not like I have the final answers about this, but I want us to like think a little deeper. I think sometimes when we have tragedies like we had in Boston or when there's a school shooting or these things that are just unfathomable to us, um, we, we focus very much on the surface level of what we need to do to keep this from happening. We talk about gun control. We talk about... And, and these aren't... I'm not saying these are not important things. <laughs> Because believe me, I think they are. <laughs> I yes. do. But um, but they are the more surface right now what we can do to make this change. I think that there's a lot of 
deeper issues underneath issues that we are not even looking at these children and i'm even considering this guy who's in custody right now he's 19 do you remember being 19 yes i mean he's a kid in all you know there are things that we are not focusing on with our children there are these pieces that we're missing and they're so grand because there are things about um you know your own self-awareness your own sense of value and your own sense of self-worth and a lot of this starts in the home mm-hmm. you know not just a lot of it it all, it starts, all starts in the, in the home. home hopefully if you have a home and and we unfortunately we get so focused when we have a child about their education about are they developing correctly are they walking on time are they riding before everybody else are they riding their bike uh, you know, faster than everybody. We're very focused on these outward things. Well, and I would venture to guess that most of our time is spent on book education. Book education. And sports. Yes, definitely. Those are the two big things. Achievement, extracurricular and education. And they're both important. Of course. But that's not all there is. Well, we forget that what a child needs to feel good about themselves is that in the morning when they come downstairs that someone smiles at them and says, I'm happy you're here. They need to know that whatever their gifts and talents are, it's good and it's enough and it's exactly as it should be. They don't need to hear that they should be better or they should be different or they should try harder. Those things have their place. If you've got a child who's completely unmotivated, there's conversations that can be had. But the bottom line is, is we don't let our kids know enough that who they are is good and what they have to offer is important and who they are as a human being is valuable and that because they were born, they're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. There's, You have a right to goodness and happiness and love and and what's the other word I'm looking for? Just um, help me. You're just sitting there. Help I me. I got nothing. Help. You don't have a word after goodness and love? Coolness. <laughs> okay. You have a right to a good life because you were born. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Thank you for that for that was governmental about 30 seconds definition. Too late. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting here staring at me. I'm like, hello. I'm, I, I, I just wanted you to kind of to go work with it. Through it. So, and I appreciate that. No but the, the bottom line is, is that I think we have a child and we have all the, and believe me, Todd and I have talked about this a million times on the show, but I'm saying it again. We have a child, we have all these dreams in our head about how they should be and how we're going to make them into something and how we are going to help them become their best selves. That's us. That's our needs. What about helping them appreciate and respect who they are? Here's the deal. You're talking about uh, two different words I'm going to throw out there. One is success. We have an idea of what it's going to mean for our children to be successful in life. And the typical definition is college, get a good job. all that stuff that's um this is going to come out sounding wrong but that's surfacey what we're talking talking about are the foundational values of what makes up this person not what they achieve not what they achieve their essence is not what they are they kind are they nice right compassionate are they compassionate? Can they under, like, you know, it's not about the book knowledge that they get. Again, reading's important. School is important. Let's just know that Todd and I know that's important. But go to the other side. What about how they feel about themselves? What about how they treat other people? How do they treat animals? How do they treat bugs? How do they treat, um, you know, how do they look at the day? Do they wake up and say, hey, today's got a lot of possibility? Or are they waking up and saying, oh, I have to do this. I have to do this. I didn't do this well. Like helping them have a sense of awe about the world about nature and you know our and i don't know how we never decided this but we just kind of decided 
if there's a bug in our house, we're going to catch it in a cup and put it outside. Yeah. And, you know, I, you know, when I was a kid, we used to hit lightning bugs with whipple ball bats. <laughs> and that's, Look, I'm laughing. That's bad. I, but I know. I know. I've seen it, We too. all did right, that. Right. We all did stuff like and, that. And, you know, it's just so funny because that was just what you did. Right. And I had little respect for those poor little lightning bugs. Right. Do you call them fireflies or lightning Both. bugs? Okay. Both. Well, I don't know what I go with. Um, I, you know what? I grew up with lightning bugs, but fireflies is the same thing. I want to comment on why that's so important. If you really believe, because something that we talk to our kids a lot about is oneness. Right. How we're all connected. How everything that we do in the world creates ripples. And it does, you guys. This isn't like some, ooh, think about it. If you do something, if you decide to cut in front of someone and then flip them off, they are going to have an experience because of what you did. And they are going to pass that along to everybody sure. in their life. So let's look at this very literally we try and teach our kids that if you make that choice that's going to have a ripple effect and so the choice that is always the one that you know let me just say it this way what do you want to put out in the world that's what you know we talk to the girls about what do you want to put out in the world so when you think about things like animals or bugs or let's you know take it to other human beings how are you treating them because Mm -hmm. that is not just about them it's about you it's about the world as a whole how are you treating nature how are you you know are you respecting what you know what it is and and how it influences everybody and yourself included or do you just look at it as separate from you right. and so bugs in the house and i know there's a lot of people get grossed out by spiders and stuff um but they you know the only bug that we have a hard time with in this house flies you know and that's that's me i i've tried to catch flies we have we did once Remember? Yeah. Remember how excited I was? It's it was like two summers ago. But I just have to swat them because flies drive me crazy. Yeah. And so here I am talking about oneness and I'm saying flies drive me I crazy. Know, but honesty is also a big part of the show. It is. And the truth is, and the girls will say, they will be talking about me and they'll be like, yeah, mom, mom likes everything except flies. You don't like flies <laughs> just because they come from poop. Well, they come from poop and they also buzz around my ears. And So do bees. You, you have a problem with bees? Well, bees the, bees don't buzz around well, my ears. Here, I'll tell you. Bees my... don't really need to be by me. They they would prefer to not. Well, I kind of bees, I mean, don't mess with you if you if, as long as you don't mess with them. That's I what I mean. They don't really want to be by me. I think I've told yeah, cuz flies just kind of annoy you just for the sake of annoying. But um my uncle Bill when I was younger, I swatted at a bee and he got really mad at me. I think I may have told the story yeah. and he said, "Why did you do that?" I said, "He was buzzing by me." He goes, "He will not hurt you." Right. Unless you try to swat at him. Right. So there are times when I, there's a bee on my on my hand and I won't just like sit there, but I'll kind of gently kind of, of push course. him aside. So anyways, we love nature. Well, we didn't. And, and the thing is, is that. It, and if you can do this with nature, then you might be able to do it with the next person, your neighbor. And I think that's the practice you guys hear is it's bigger than catching a fly and putting it outside. That, that's just a thing. But what it teaches you, what you are practicing in your daily life is compassion, understanding, and connectedness. Like you are practicing it. If you don't practice it, it's very difficult to do in everyday life. It's very difficult to, if you are, if you spend a lot of time playing violent video games and killing people on the screen and you spend a lot of time stepping on lightning bugs and you know and hating squirrels Mm -hmm. it's very difficult to go out in the world and be kind to people this is all connected and so again i use the word practice because i'll have another honesty thing when i was cleaning out um Greeley, he's our bunny when i was cleaning out his downstairs room 
Yeah, he's our Zen bunny. The downstairs room that he never lives in because now he lives with us all the time. But there were spiders everywhere, and I had to suck them up with a um, vacuum. vacuum because they were everywhere. I mean, I just was like, this Plus, is... now Greeley's down there, so if these spiders try to take a whack at the G-Man, yeah. that's what I call Greeley, Greeley, then that's not good. No. So I can understand that a little bit. And you know what I kept thinking in the because back of my head? What? Is that now they're all together inside the vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's what that's called rose-colored glasses right well, there. Well, that's called not feeling guilty. That's I did feel like caring. Choosing, choosing, choosing not to feel Choosing guilt. another way to view it. Um, I was going to say, but spiders actually aren't such a bad thing. No, you need them in your spiders house. Spiders cast the yeah. webs and they pick up other stuff. That's right. So go easy on the spiders, They get man. the flies. Yeah. They get all those little bugs. Like if you look at, like if you guys go in your basement or if you have one and look at the spider's web, it's got all those bugs mm-hmm. that you're trying to get rid of. Yeah, so go easy, man. Yeah, and so that's the thing is we all need each other. And we and like the bees, you know, we've talked about the bees on this show, but we're, our nature, our ecosystem is having a hard time because of the lack of bees. Right. We don't understand that... Um, the ripple effect. The ripple effect. So I, I guess the point is, is let's get off that for a second, is that... This is a bigger picture thing than just the surfacey um, issues that we're dealing with when it comes to these disasters that we have in our life. We have to think about what are we doing on a daily basis with our own children and with the people we experience during the day that creates a ripple. Like, what kind of ripple are we creating? Mm-hmm. And um, and sometimes we have a day where our ripple isn't too great. Right? And when your ripple sucks. Go easy on yourself. Exactly. Say, I had a bad day yesterday. Because the key, as as we always talk about, is awareness of it. You know what I mean? Sometimes I'm I'm my ripples aren't so good, and I'm like, man, I'm gonna stay in and watch The Good Wife for three hours. You know, like sometimes I just need to be by myself right. and not be putting not, ripples out. Not be out. giving. Right. Exactly. Sometimes and you got to take. Exactly. Some well, sometimes you got to give back to yourself, mm-hmm. and because you can't give unless you're full. Right. So you guys see how all this is connected. But I just wanted to discuss that as far as when you're talking to kids about things like this, helping them understand that their ability to love themselves affects how you know it's just like everybody said with this boston thing everyone majority vast majority of people when these bombs went off ran toward the bombs to help people Mm -hmm. the majority of people vast majority of people in this world are good people if you saw 60 minutes last night or on sunday night it was really good they actually talked a little bit about the Boston thing, but they talked about uh, the 9-11 memorial, and it looks like it's going to be quite, like, one of those things where I think everybody's going to have to go visit. And when will it be done? In about a year. Mm. So if you TiVo 60 Minutes, watch it, because it's pretty impressive. Wow. Um, But uh, I want to talk about our second partner, Helping Hands Made Services. They're actually running a discount. We had some flooding in our little town of Elmhurst this uh, last week. And surrounding and, communities. And surrounding communities. So they have actually have a discount off for flood victims. So if you need somebody to come in to help you do some cleaning because of that. Disinfecting. You can do that. Uh, HelpingHandsMadeServices.com, 630-530-1324. As clean as can be at home and at work. So. Awesome. All right. So our second topic is communication about tragedy. Okay. Um, I don't want to spend a lot Neither of time on this. But um, the, I guess my only uh, thing I'd like to share about it is that we we watch tv for maybe an hour or so at night so we don't mm-hmm. have it on during the day and last friday was a crazy day in boston i think everybody was glued to their tvs mm-hmm. i wasn't i was i don't know what i was doing but i just do my little 15 minutes of nbc nightly news at night and i don't have to feed into the frenzy of this drama and that's not to say that i'm judging people who do but it's just 
how much do you need to know? Right. And why, you know, I mean, if you're living in Boston, I can understand why you're so tuned in. And, you know, I feel like this is going to come out sounding bad. It's just, I wasn't as... Worked up about it? Well, I, I was sympathetic to the situation that was going on, but I didn't want to know the minute-by-minute updates on what was happening with the whole town of Boston being in lockdown. But you understand that it's bigger than just people wanting to be informed. It's a TV show, meaning it was like a reality yeah. TV show for people. And you know, like on one of the channels, you know how they always have like a, a title for what's going on? It was like Day well, of Terror. Like they name our wars yeah, now. Yeah, they name our like wars. shock and awe. Like yeah. they have to name it right. so they can talk about it's it. It's a TV show. And so that's the thing is it, John Stewart on The Daily Show does a good job like m- mocking those kind of things right. where it's like, you know, th- if you have something in front of you that's saying day of terror, what's happening in the next five minutes? It's like watching a Law and Order, a right. CSI. People get engrossed and you almost forget that these are real people right. experiencing this. Right. Um, you almost get disconnected and numbed out from what's happening. And I think your point is with our children that sometimes we think we need to inform them to protect them. Right. There, I think we need to inform them enough so they aren't afraid mm-hmm. because if we keep too much information from them, then they walk around creating stories in their own head. So we need to give them enough information so they feel like, okay, not only do I have information, but if I have questions, I can go to mom and dad. But allowing them to watch these things or be tuned into these things like other people are, that's where we're kind of stepping over the line with our children. That's not something we would ever do. Well, and I'll give you an example of what happened with JC. Um, we The bombing happened, and I didn't talk to the girls about it that day because we didn't even really know what was going on yet. And the next day she came home from school and she had on her arm, pray for Boston. Mm, I didn't even know this. Yeah, she it's, well, she took a shower this morning, so it may not be there, but it said pray for Boston. And so I, I looked at her arm and I said, tell me about this. Mm-hmm. What is this? What does this mean? And she goes, well, she mentioned one of her friends. She said, she told me that we're all praying for Boston because a lot of people were hurt. And I said, tell me what happened there. She said, I don't know. Mm. So I said, let me tell you what happened. And I was very, you know... There was a marathon. Oh, and you remember this is right before we had dinner because Cameron said, I'm afraid of marathons now. Mm, that's right. Remember? Yeah. And I said, actually, Cameron, it has nothing to do with the marathon. Mm. See, that's a perfect example of is if we didn't keep talking about it, she would it identify, her, identify a marathon with something. With that, negativity. Right. So I said, it has nothing to do with the marathon. It was just, it happened to happen during the marathon and they just chose that time because there were right. people there. I said, but, you know, it's got nothing to do with it, literally. And then we talked through it and then I said, you know what, if, you, if you're hearing more stuff at school, come home and ask me because some people are going to tell you things that aren't true and, you know, and I think JC's asked me one more question, but the point is, it well, doesn't need to be that big. JC's 10, yeah. Cameron's 8, Skylar's 5. Yeah. Skylar, I don't think, has no. a clue. I mean, she was at dinner, but she didn't ask a thing about it. Yeah, I don't think she has any um, knowledge whatsoever about Mm-mm. what happened, and that's okay with yeah. us. Yeah. And, you know, I think where it gets tricky is for, you know, every parent has their own age of when they think their kids should be um, informed of certain things, but. God bless being five years old. I know. It's such a lovely time. It is. Things are just, she just skips around singing songs. So then if she was like maybe six and a half or seven, would we talk, you know, I think that you and I would say, do we want to, you know, give her this? As soon as you go to, because she's still in preschool. Right. But as soon as, first grade, 
every all those kids are talking she's in to each school other. and i think the key here is is it's just kind of like talking about sexuality with our kids if they ask questions you then answer. you answer them right. like it's not like oh you're too young to hear that no the question is out there they're already thinking about it you don't want them to create a story in their head you talk about it but it's very it's it's minimal it's basic it's child language mm-hmm. it's helping them feel safe in their own skin right. and know that where they are they are safe well the one thing i'll say is if you are the type of person where you have to be informed and i respect that it's just not me but i'm some people are newsies some people right. they love need it to know that that's fine the only thing i would ask is can reconsider or consider whether or not you get your information on your laptop versus be have it being on TV where the whole family can kind of yes. ingest yeah. that information. Do a podcast, do, listen to it in the car do, when, you're, more, when people aren't around. Consider being a little more discreet mm-hmm. um, just because your spouse or your kids may not want to have that minute by minute, hour by hour information on this on these tragedies. So. And, and realize again, kind of like at the beginning of the show when we talked about ripple effects. Like Todd said, we're very, there's nothing but empathy that all of us have for the city of Boston and for Newton and for these places that go through these incredible tragedies. But our feeling down or angry or negative or um, sad um, for an extreme period of time, I mean, we all got sad about it, but I guess that doesn't help in the long term. Like, you know, I love the stories about the marathoners, you call them marathoners? Marathon runners? Marathon runners. Who cross the finish line and then ran to the hospital to give blood or people who are, you know, going online and donating or the people who opened up their homes. That's the kind of stuff that we do. It's not, you know, being sad and thinking the world sucks and and locking your doors and those kind of things don't help. It's what is the ripple effect you want to put into the world? But I will call you out on this because there is a place for sadness and anger and everything else, right? Like I said, we all got sad. Right. you're right, so and I, I just didn't want clarify you to differentiate that, that Okay, of course we all get sad. We all need to grieve, and and that comes at sporadic times. Sometimes you're like in a good place, and all of a sudden the 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 vastness, the hugeness of the tragedy overcomes you, and you get sad, and and so that's very normal. Human emotion is normal. I guess what I'm saying is when you create a mindset that the world sucks, right. when you decide that nobody's safe. When you start talking about how the world is going to hell, mm-hmm. I, I just don't think that helps. Right. I, I think that it's not true. Well, I think the people are speaking from the fear place or the egoic face right. or, or whatever it is. So, yeah, I think you have to kind of have some knowledge of where, this, where these emotions are coming from. <laughs> There's human emotion, and then there's deciding the way the world is and, and creating a defined exactly. and vision. And to be able to distinguish between those two is yes. a big deal. Yes, I've got a cough. Excuse me. <coughs> okay. All right. So um, our last partner is Avid Company. Yes. Uh, 630-956-1800. They do pra- painting, remodeling. We had a lot of basement floodings, and they actually specialize in basements. So now would be a good time if you happen to get water in your basement. Give them a call. Jeremy Kraft is the owner. Um, 630-956-1800. Um, last topic. Uh, I, Second to last topic because we still got to do our music. Oh, can't forget about the music. Okay. So, um, I don't know. I just feel like it's at least worth mentioning that, you know, my example was I went out to dinner with my sister last week and, you know, we had a wonderful evening and everything went fine. It's just weird that uh, our my relationship with her and parents and friends is almost always based upon Todd, the father of three, the mm-hmm. husband of Kathy. Family guy. Fan- yeah. And the one-on-one thing is something that is absent for the most part mm-hmm. and how that's weird and I, there's only so much time in your day but it's just a 
an interesting topic and it's hard for me to um, distinguish how to you know do all the things I want to do that I don't feel like I have well, the time to do. And I think that's the point that probably the biggest point is that all of us, you know, I think about certain people in my life that I just adore and I just don't see enough. But the reality of it is if I haven't even seen my own sister or my own mom or this person, how am I going to get this person involved? Like there's really only so much time in the day. And that doesn't mean it's not possible. Right. I'm just saying that to the last thing we want to do is beat ourselves up. Well, and I think what I want to zero in on, because everything you're saying is truthful. Yeah. What I want to zero in on, though, is people that you do see all the time, mm. yet the relationship has changed because these new people showed up in your life. Okay. And new people, I'm talking about your children. The new people? And how your relationship has changed because your kids showed up. Right. And it's so easy to forget that... I'm not just a dad and a husband. I am a brother to my sister. I'm a brother are, to my older brother. You're a friend to yeah. whoever, right? So it's. Uh, I agree with you in that. Like none of us can see all the friends that we want to mm-hmm. see. I'm more focusing in on your parents. Mm-hmm. Like how often do you have dinner with your dad? Doesn't happen, right? Well, actually. I will say not that often, no, but we do make it happen every once in a while because I do, my parents do live here now, so I do see them sometimes right. without the kids. Not very often, right? but there have been circumstances, and I really am very, I've got a heightened awareness of how interesting this is. Like, there was a time not too long ago that my mom, dad, sister, and I Went had out. dinner. Yeah, you had. What was that? That's I, a, that I can't that's remember why. That's such a great point. I don't remember either, but that's such a great point. Like, when was the last time you had lunch or dinner with your birth family? Right. And birth family is the family that you were born into. Right. And, I mean, my parents are divorced, so it wouldn't happen even if it could. It did that one Thanksgiving. But even that was you and my kids yeah, and I guess Kathleen. Was, yeah. So to have five of us in the same room at the same time, I don't know if that's happened in 15, 20 years. Yeah. And it's just a weird phenomenon. And even then, 20 years, I'd say 25 years. I'm just making it up. Yeah. I don't know when it was. I don't right. remember the last time. And so, it, it's kind of a cool thing. And, and you know, you hate to force things like, okay, it has to be this way. But I guess what I would say, because I think you're saying make it happen more often. And what I would say is if it does happen, really appreciate it and take it in. Well, and maybe it's a balance between the two. That if it does happen to appreciate it, but maybe sometimes you need to... Make, a, make it happen. Make a commitment to do that. And I don't know. It's just, you know, and everything changes. So I just think it's just a fascinating idea. Well, it is interesting that you kind of grow up with this family and they're your well, people. Well, think about us. It's the five of us. Me, you, JC, Cameron, and Skylar. Yeah. Someday, hopefully, we'll probably a lot of our daughters will be married and have kids. So there will probably be years that go by. In our lives, where we don't have alone time with our three daughters. I know. Isn't that weird? That's so messed up. I know. Well, and that's where things like texting and phone calls, and because the truth is, even though I'm maybe not sitting down alone with my mom for lunch, I am talking on the phone alone with my mom, or I'm texting my sister, or right. I'm talking to my dad. So it, you've got to find different methods of communication. What I think, and this sounds really... Um, 
like almost setting goals and I don't want it to sound so formal, but I really think in our lives sometimes we have to stop and decide who we want to spend time with. That you and I have been very clear about the fact that our families, our birth families are extremely important and that we are going to make sure, you know, we'll have an open Saturday and we'll be like, we're going to see my parents or we're having Shane over or we're going to see your mom. You know, like we make sure that those are things. And sometimes we get so caught up in our lives and stuff that we forget or our best friends. Like I can't let a certain amount of time go by without making sure I reach out to this person or see this person or make a plan. But you almost have to sit down and be like, who do I want to really spend time with? And how often do you have time to sit there and say, who do I want to spend? You <laughs> I know. Don't, you, it seems weird. You're on autopilot. I know. So you don't even have an occasion to where you get to even think that. And and what we always talk about on the show is having quiet time and taking yeah, five minutes of time a day. Because then you, who comes into your head in that five minutes? Mm-hmm. Who are you thinking about? Who do you miss? Who, like, you know, there are certain people that I'll just be walking around and I'll think about, you know, my friend Andrea or something. Mm-hmm. And I will stop and text her and say, I am thinking about you, mm-hmm. you know, and, and not because I need any thing not because I just want her to know that she's on my mind right and it's weird because it is really so easy you can shoot a five second text off to a friend that you haven't talked to in two years but was at one point in your life so important to you and the fact that I and most of us don't do that is also a little messed up right like and and that's one thing that Facebook is nice for Mm -hmm. because we can be connected and say happy birthday to each other a lot easier I really like Facebook I know a lot of people have a love hate but I love it for that reason because there are people I see their pictures and their kids and I can comment and stay connected and I just really think that um, those are the things you know the remember the show we did about the five um, things that people say on their deathbed Mm mm-hmm one of them was not staying connected to the people I loved and liked the most yeah. and that I let those relationships go. And you can't keep them all up 100%. Yeah. Like It's not like you, it can be like before, right. but you can still let them know you love them. Well, and to get back to technology, it's such a blessing and it's such a curse. Yeah. It's a curse because a text, a, getting a nice text would be a nice thing to receive, but it's not the the communication that we used to do right and you know i always think of wally because right. i don't know if you've seen wally but you know they Pixar's fast wally. forward hundreds of years or how i don't know I don't how know. long it is maybe it's two years and now. nobody gets up off a chair right. and they're all like on their laptop or whatever it is and there's like when was the last time you just picked up the phone just to call somebody just for kicks like i know it happens but that used to be the only way that, right. we could communicate. The only method. And now we have all these different methods, and I don't know. But see, you know what's fun? Because like you said, we're playing both sides here, because I agree with you. But FaceTime is a pretty cool thing. Like, yes, that's you true. You know, it's funny, like when you call Mike Ross and you guys FaceTime, and to see like Mike, and mm-hmm. to see like his daughter in the mm-hmm. background, to see Claire. Like, it's a really interesting well, I thing. I remember in Back to the Future Part 2, I think they had a FaceTime you know, thing. idea where they're like talking on the phone with a video and it seems so foreign. I know. And now here we are. You can call somebody on the other side of the world, see them in real time. I mean, right. It's- well, it's kind of like, you know, James Bond, Austin Powers, all those shows. I can't remember shows or even like Star Trek, yeah. you know, like where you're communicating with someone yeah. and they're visually in front of you. Though This has been in the works for years and years and years. And now we kind of take it for granted, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, let's FaceTime each other. Well, that's a pretty huge thing. Well, and we do or take, Skype. Yeah, it's a huge thing that, I mean, I'm kind of, uh, not that I'm done with it. Like, I re- it's such a wonderful vehicle that I never use. I know. I use it with one friend every now and again, like once a month. 
Think Let's about Let's FaceTime that. each other. Me in the family room and you in the other room. <sighs> well, I email you all the time and you're five feet away from I me. I know. It cracks me up. But that's more up. just to kind of keep because the record trying, yeah. of whatever it is I'm trying to say. We're trying to keep those thoughts in our head. So let's move on to our to our thing. Okay. So when we were in New Mexico together, we had a random conversation about bad 80s songs. Yes. That we all listened to. It was kind of a beer-induced conversation. Are you going to do mine first? Yes. So we each get to submit one new bad song per week. And we're gonna you, do just you and weeks. I, right? It's gonna yeah. be two songs. Yeah, just you so and it's kind of like a competition between Todd and I about which song is worse. Is the worst song, right? Yeah, and but if people want to submit a oh yeah a song, please do so, right? And I'll hopefully pick the best bad song. Yeah, put it in the comment, and then we'll like play their song next week. Um, we could maybe maybe yeah, well, maybe we'll do a listener submission. Yes, and then we'll do one together or whatever. We'll figure it out. All right, press play. Okay, so this, so this is mine. This is Todd's bad song. Do you recognize it yet? Is that loud enough? And what's funny about this song is who sings it. Do you remember who sings it? I'm just enjoying it. To go to, why don't you go with fashion sits? Putting on the ritz. All right, now do your song. So can we just talk about this song for a second? Sure. This was like a top 10 song. Like what were we dancing to it? What happened? What happened to in the eighties where these things were like good yeah, I songs? I feel like it was a it happened in our dreams and we just kind of got and we why were we okay with it? I don't know. Okay, and this is the worst song ever. No, I don't think so. Yes, it's it's the worst song that's ever come out. I'm dancing by the okay, way. Okay, and why did someone write this song? And did we dance to it? I didn't. I was listening to Pink Floyd in the door. <laughs> Does anyone know what this is? And do you know the name of the, the band? I do, because it's written down. It's got a long intro. <laughs> it's about dinosaurs. Of course. What's the name of it? It's called Walk the Dinosaur. Is that like walking your dog? I don't know. Right. I'm stopping it. Thank you. Oh, wait. Do we want to hear the chorus? Okay, that's enough. I can hear people pausing their iPhones right now saying, okay. who are these people? Here's the problem. They okay. talked about Miami Vice in this song. That's how 80s this is. Sonny Crockett. I know. So which song is worse, you guys? I think mine is. Um, maybe we'll put that in a preview, too. Which? The Facebook preview that we do every year. Oh, okay. All right, so Tournament of Bad. Okay. Are you ready? I don't have one. I know. Oh, okay. You go never ahead. have one. Okay, go this ahead. This is my thing. Okay, go ahead. I'm I want to do my thing. I know. It's my turn. All right. You go to a Holiday Inn, they give you free internet, right? You go to a fancy Hilton, they charge you 12 bucks. Really? What's up with that? You're, you're a hotel guy. You travel, so I don't know about these things. Well, um, every now and again, like if I'm staying at a convention, uh, you stay at a nice hotel, but usually I stay at like a Hilton Inn or a Hampton Inn or not a Hilton, a Hampton Inn or a Holiday Inn. Or, yeah. And it's free. But when you have to pay $200 a room, they actually... Charge you. <laughs> Actually charge you. Nice job. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so that was my one. I have another, but we're running. Uh, we're yeah, you can do it. Minutes. Um, well, this is an ongoing theme for a tournament of bad, but um, gym class. Yeah. Guess what they were doing the other day? My kids' gym classes, I get mad at what they do in gym class. Because you think they should all be doing sports. Basketball, football, soccer. What if a kid isn't good at those things and they're good at these other things? What if a kid's not good at English? He still has to do it. Well, okay, what? What's your thing? What were they playing? One of them's doing something called river crossing. Okay. I don't even know what it is. And at this point, I don't even care. You love rivers. 
I love rivers, but there's no river in the gymnasium. Maybe they're walking like a line it's and a like balancing. Idea. It's not a horrible yes, idea. Is. You're too. You're not you're seeing too, the big picture. You're not seeing the big. You're picture. not seeing the big picture because Neither there could be you. balance involved, like crossing rocks or something. There's no rocks. Balance is important. No. Okay. Wrong. Go on. Um, and I'm going to save the last one because I'm not. I'm kind of. I'm worried that it might be too embarrassing. Okay, tell a joke really fast. Um, how come cannibals don't eat clowns? How come? Because they taste funny. <laughs> I just wanted to do that sound effect. This is that guy in the background. Yeah, that's good stuff. All right, okay. we're getting a little silly today. Okay. So um, sign up for your retreat. Sign up, uh, kathycadams.com. And uh, we appreciate everybody listening. Uh, Value write, the bugs. Write us a re- review on Facebook, if nothing else. On Facebook or iTunes? iTunes, thank yeah, you. Yeah, go to iTunes. Actually, there's been some lovely reviews up there, and thank you for the people who have been doing it. Yeah, Greggy uh, gave us a good one. I know, thanks, Greggy. Sports metaphor. Yeah, take a knee. Nice job, little guy. Okay. Um, so that's it. Thank you very much. Uh, we'll talk to you all next week. Okay, have a great week.